I came from a low-income family that was that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GC became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose. Live. Uh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, Apostle. How are you tonight? How are you yourself? Pretty good. Can't complain. Good, good, good. good. Uh, is it hot tonight? Huh? I say, is it hot enough for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a very hot summer. Yeah. Very pleasant summer, also. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, go ahead, please. Go ahead. No, I just said we can use some rain, though. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. We sure can. Um, so tonight is the uh, night uh, that uh, we're going to um, watch... Uh, Donald Trump uh, do his acceptance speech. I'm very interested. See uh, yeah. what he's got to say. I'm sure. I got a feeling it'll be after uh, nine o'clock. I think. I think. Yes. I, I don't think it'll start until about ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we thank the Lord for being on the round table. It's eight o'clock. Excuse me, and um, we're very so glad. We're so glad. Have you, sir, on the call again? And uh, some others told me that they're going to come on, and I'm going to uh, let them, and uh, and we'll go from uh, uh, there. Um, okay. Any updates on your mom? How's she doing? Uh, my mom's doing. Uh, about as good as you can be expected to be. Okay. I understand. I understand. I'm just keep her in prayer and lift it up. Yep. One of these days I want to meet your um other brother. Yes. And see the one in the middle. Yeah, that, that's Brett. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure he's as delightful as the rest of you guys, you and Earl. Yeah. It's not that wasn't a question. I was just making a statement. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to, um, as I said, I'm. Watching his board and <clears throat> waiting to see who's getting on the call. I know Anya is coming on the call to share some information. And uh, I thought uh, Rosalind Collinger from last week uh, is not able to uh, be on in the beginning. I thought she was going to come on. 
Pastor Deborah Gray also. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know who else. Usually they're on by now or trying to get on. Uh, I'm glad to you, sir. How's uh, Sister Shank handle this um, weather? Well, she's staying in there. Yes, she does. So she's been staying in air conditioning as much as possible. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, Praise Lord, Prophet. How are you? Praise the Lord. I'm well. Well, we haven't uh, um, we haven't we haven't started any uh, discussion uh, yet. Um, um, I also wanted I uh, wanted uh, Rosalind to uh, come on and and continue, and she said that uh, she would be coming on. She'll be getting in a little after eight, so I don't know if she's uh, able to come in. Um, and I wanted to continue that uh, discussion that uh, we had last week. It had to do with um, kingdom alignment. And um, I was thinking, would you just go ahead and pray, please? Yes, sir. <clears throat> Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you. We praise you. We bless your holy name. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to gather before your throne once again and discuss things of the kingdom. Lord, we just ask you to bless tonight's round table that you would be glorified, that you would get the honor, and that your will would be done in us through us and by us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank God. So uh, we are greatly we were greatly blessed uh, last uh, Thursday um, with the uh, Lord's presence and uh, what uh, Rafa's uh, calendar uh, articulated, shared uh, with us. Uh, you know, we were just uh, greatly blessed. And we welcome you, uh, Pastor Deborah. How are you? Praise the Lord. Blessed. Blessed, everybody. Good evening. God bless you. So i just like to um, go over a few things that were shared uh, last week, and uh, we'll go uh, uh, from there. Um, want to also say, Pastor Deborah, if you're not able to, uh, I, I think you told me you're not able to come to this uh, conference this week, but uh, at the end of August, I hope that uh, you'd be able to come participate in a prophetic conference that uh, Prophet Patricia is going to have last uh, weekend of August, uh, which is about uh, uh, five weeks from now or six weeks from now. But um, uh, last week, it seemed seemed as if when, uh, and and I'm not trying, you you know, I'm not trying to block God in or uh, set a date and time on him moving, but it seemed like that there was a shift in this in this call when she 
uh, went to uh, Matthew 16 and began to discuss about um, Jesus talking to the apostles. And he asked them, whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And uh, in her discourse or in her sharing with us, she made us to know that really he was after who they thought he was. And then we began to um, discuss uh, perception, the power of perception. And I think even a passage of scripture in um, John chapter uh, 1, where it says, he came unto his own. Jesus came unto his own, and his own received him not, but to them that received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even them that believed on his name. So we began to uh, discuss that, and, uh, you know, we felt the power of God, amen, his presence on this call. And uh, I, I, I think uh, that is, that that occurred is almost like if anybody's ever went fishing, um, when you toss your line out into the water, certain places the fish don't bite, but then you hit a spot and the fish are there. There's a school of fish there and they're, they're biting. And then uh, everybody around you sees that they're biting and they'll try to toss their uh, poles or fish uh, uh, lines into that general same area because they think that they're going to get a hit. So I'm not trying to uh, cast the uh, line into the same place of the water because I understand that the Spirit of God moves and uh, the presence of God moves and uh, where he may have been last week may not be where he is now. So I'm just kind of bringing up um, for a refresher uh, where we were. And if uh, 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 Prophet Rosalind comes on, you know, I'll let her articulate and uh, any and everybody else that's uh, coming on. So what, you know, uh, what do we, what do we learn about perception last week or as it had to do with the apostles and, and Jesus? What, what did we uh, come to know and what was revealed to us or what do you have to say now and how does it relate to today? Uh, how does it relate to today? Anybody want to share or comment on that? And if everybody's quiet, I just start calling names. So Pastor Deborah, what do you want to, you want to share something? Uh, you know, you remember the you remember what we discussed. I do, I do remember what we discussed. Um, I'll be honest, Apostle. Um, my my weekend um, after the call, even during the call, um, and after the call, and then early part of this week, I've been kind of busy. And to be honest, I I really didn't uh, take the time to reflect on it any more, any further. So I'm. Um, I'm kind of like a, a blank slate right at this moment. Okay. Um, I apologize for that. Okay, no problem. So let's uh, let, let's continue. I, I I remember the discussion, and I remember uh, hearing Prophet Patricia say this in uh, the prophetic school la- last year, 
that um, <clears throat> because Peter was able to perceive by the uh, Spirit of the Lord who Jesus was, he said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus told him, You know, my Father, which is in heaven, has revealed this to you. And he went forth and changed his name. Uh, and, uh, you know, he told him, Amen, that you're not going to be a little stone. You're going to be a rock. You know, you're, you know we're going to, your, your name's going to change. Your destiny's going to change, you know. <clears throat> and in, the, in, in Peter perceiving who Jesus was, it almost unlocked. Uh, it, it unlocked a dimension in in Peter that was uh, 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 was there. Excuse me, but um, the anointing and uh, knowing who, being attached and aligned to Jesus, and knowing who He was and uh, and whom who sent Him and why He had come, it caused you know. Uh, uh, his name to change and his destiny to change and you know he becomes the the leader of that uh, group of men and uh, even there in the first uh, in in there in uh, the passage of scripture that I said that I can't remember now John chapter 1 it says to them that receive him he gave them power to become to become the sons of God and this is something that I taught last night about um, uh, that the creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. And so um, we as people of God have to uh, know that there's a manifestation that God wants to unlock in us as sons of God, amen, through his authority and through his name that the earth is waiting for. And it's caused by alignment, spiritual alignment. It's caused by being uh, aligned spiritually with God and with whom God has, you know, set in your path, in your place, uh, uh, covering, uh, you know, apostolic fathers and, and such. And this is what we talked about. I don't remember, but I thought we said something about the vertical and horizontal lines of alignment. If I remember correctly from my school days, vertical is uh, sideways and horizontal is up and down. And there's a place of accountability that has to do with the vertical and horizontal uh, places of alignment. And, and let me just share that. When we speak of the vertical alignment, we're talking about peer-to-peer. Um, uh, so if you have two pastors, it's peer-to-peer, pastor-to-pastor. Alignment and the respect and honor that, you know, accountability that you have with your peers. So when we understand spiritual authority and spiritual alignment, we have to come to understand that, that this is talking about accountability being accountable one to another. So let me just share uh, here for a moment where the greatest amount of accountability lies when you're dealing with horizontal and, and vertical. Uh, so you have peer-to-peer responsibility or peer-to-peer accountability. So as I said before, 
uh, prophet to prophet, apostle to apostle, pastor to pastor, evangelist to evangelist, brother to sister. We're supposed to love, respect, and honor each other. But then there's the horizontal, the up and down uh, alignment. And, of course, the alignment is to, uh, firstly, to God, through our Lord Jesus Christ. But the greatest accountability uh, that, that we have besides, you know, being connected to God is not uh, through Jesus, through our, what, leadership, is, is the place that's on the bottom of the horizontal line. So if you have children, if you have a, if you, if you're a married man and you have a wife, if you're a married woman and you have a husband, there's a greater amount of accountability and responsibility that you have to them. So, for example, when David uh, uh, did his thing with Bathsheba um, and the Lord forgave him of his sin, he had, you know, he had Uriah killed. But the sword, you know, uh, did not leave his house. And really, uh, there was a price to pay, if you will, in David's house amongst his children. And uh, we see that uh, one son rapes uh, uh, his daughter. Another son kills that son. And issues, you know, things began to happen in, in his house because you know, if I failed, it's going to affect my sons and daughters more than it's going to affect another pastor. So uh, there's account, you know, there's accountability. Uh, we have to understand accountability. Um, anybody want to share or comment on what I've said so far? Well, <clears throat> horizontal is. Uh... Aligned on the horizon, vertical is up and down. Uh, oh, is that the way it is? Or, yeah. Well, you let me say that. Elsha, you should have corrected me. But I didn't know. I I tried to, but <laughs> I couldn't get it. Just just speak up. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, sir. Well, that that's all I had to say right there. Uh. The peer-to-peer yeah. peer relationship is uh, is important, especially for fellowship and brotherhood and so forth. And the vertical is our relationship to uh, a superior or to God directly. Yeah, so I got it backwards. Okay, thank you. That's all. Right. Yeah. Okay. O okay. So, go ahead. Continue, please. No, I'm done. O okay. So, so, so we see in the. Um, <clears throat> well, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So I remember in the Book of Acts. Let me just take us to the Book of Acts for a minute. I'm not reading any passages, but in the Book of Acts, the uh, uh, second chapter, I believe. It says that, you know, the saints, you know, break bread, went from house to house, and had fellowship, prayers, one to another. So that's the horizontal relationship, the fellowship, the, the koinonia uh, in the Greek of the New Testament. 
and where they were building each other up. And when we get to chapter 5 of the book of Acts, there's a, a vertical, thank you, Elder Shank, there's a vertical uh, alignment, a vertical accountability that occurs between Peter and Ananias and Sapphira. And Ananias and Sapphira, you know, uh, Peter asked a question, and they answered him, but it was the Spirit of the Lord that was speaking through him. And he said to them, you lied against the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. And, of course, we know that they, you know, they dropped dead. Uh, that, responsi- that responsibility, that responsibility of accountability was greater with Ananias and Sapphira uh, with that leadership. And it caused, uh, it caused death to occur. So uh, they should have been, they should have been, people at that time were bringing, uh, you know, their gifts, whatever they had, their possessions, and they were laying them at the apostles' feet because, you know, they looked up to them, they, they, they feared God and, and saw God in them, and they honored them in such a way, you know, God was blessing them. We see another man in Acts chapter 4, I think his name was, um, uh, Barnabas, or the Bible says J- J- Joseph, 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 or yep. something like, to that effect. Joseph, who who was Barnabas, and uh, he, mm-hmm. you know, did that too, and he had proper alignment to the leadership of that day, and it caused him. Oh, thank you, Lord. It caused him. Uh, he became an apostle. Because he had, you know, he had proper alignment, and and uh, uh, the Bible says he was a son of constellation, and he became, you know, he became a, a, a apostle because it unlocked, you know, his destiny. Yet, uh, because Ananias and Sapphira could not uh, properly uh, uh, handle, honor, respect their leadership, and uh, to God and then through the man of God there, you know, they, they lost out, you know, evidently uh, there must've been a, uh, a path for them to have uh, a destiny for them to go forth in, but they missed out because of their character, because of, of lack of integrity. Anybody want to comment on anything? Professor Patricia, help me. Help me, help me, talk. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening. It's 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 good. I I agree. I'm I'm just listening. So I never I had never thought of uh, the fact of Ananias and Sapphira and Barnabas uh, having alignment, having proper alignment to uh, mm-hmm. uh, leadership. One one goes forth in the future and goes on the missionary journeys with Apostle Paul and the husband and wife team. Uh, they died because uh, they tried to hide. They tried to. Uh, I don't know. I don't really don't know what word to use here. But they, they tried just didn't to come. Scam. Say that they tried. They tried to scam scam the uh, monies and keep a portion back from the apostles. Yes, and you know they just didn't have proper 
Right, they didn't have proper uh, alignment. Uh, Pastor Deborah, any comments? No, I'm I'm kind of like uh, <laughs> Prophet Patricia. I'm I'm listening, and and I I had never um I had never considered it in that way. I remember when you mentioned alignment <clears throat> last week. Um, I think um, uh, Prophetess Rosalind mentioned accountability, and you said yes, alignment and. And when you said it, it wasn't very clear to me. It's it's getting clearer. I understand what you mean by by alignment. So yeah, I'm I'm just listening. So um, <laughs> I do you have to... a comment. Yes, oh, ma'am. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So it, it so this is what came to me. So they did not. Ananias and Sapphira did not perceive. That's what that I was going to say. Speaking with. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, please go ahead. I just love. No, I just said that because I just love being uh, in sync. S Y N C. Go ahead. Yes. Go, so, go ahead. So, so, the, so once again, tying it back to what Prophetess Collender said last week, is you receive from a person based on how you see them. Ananias and Sapphira did not perceive that they were speaking to the Holy Spirit. It, the, the apostolic anointing was on the leadership, and they didn't perceive him in that role. So they tr- attempted to deceive him, and they received the reward of deception. <laughs> yeah, uh, Prophet Patricia, uh, God is God is my witness. Um, <laughs> that's exactly what I wanted to say, and you know, you began to speak, and I just felt like jumping up out of my uh, chair because I uh, maybe the Lord just kind of let us know that at the same time they, they lack they lack perception. That's what she was talking about last week. And that's awesome, and I never thought of that concerning uh, concerning that. Wow. And he and what was what's significant is the apostle said, "You lie to the Holy Ghost. You you lie." He said that you're lying to the Holy Ghost. You're not lying to me. So he identified that you know you you lied to you you haven't even perceived the Holy Spirit on my life. You haven't perceived the apostolic. So. So, Pastor Deborah, when when um, Pastor Deborah, are you there? Yes, sir. I'm right here. I'm listening. So, you and I both know that we came out of an apostolic church, right? You know, we're part of, that. Uh, if somebody asked us, well, you know, how do you get baptized? You know, well, we baptize in the name of Jesus. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I'm... we're apostolic, right? You know, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. But, but when we talk when we talk about when we talk about the apostolic uh, so so let me say this if i were to say you know there's the apostolic anointing on my life uh you understand what i'm saying right you you understand what prophet patricia is saying concerning yeah, they didn't I, perceive that go ahead i'm sorry that they didn't perceive the apostolic on peter's life and they're not talking about the apostolic, and, and you know we're not we're not referring to you know Acts two thirty eight. We're not talking about you know the baptism in the name of Jesus right there when we make that statement. Right, right. And now um, you have to well bear with me. Um, I think um, on a, on a lot of points. Um, I think my train of thought is different. Um, okay. 
And so I, I and and I guess that's even more reason why sometimes I just rather be quiet and, and not be so vocal because it's, it's sometimes it's just better to sit and listen. Um, what? I I look at that that whole scene with the Ananias and Sapphira, um, and I I'm, I guess I'm getting away a little bit from your question. Um, like, do I understand what it means to have an apostolic anointing? I didn't forget your question, but. Let me just kind of go refer back to the the Ananias and Sapphira. I the whole fact that Peter made mention and 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 let both of them understand and know you don't realize that you're like you said you're not talking to me. You're you're talking to the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost that you try to deceive. So my thought is if you get it right. You know, when we're talking about the vertical alignment, if you get the vertical right, not man vertical, but man, but but between you and God, any and everything that's connected to God is going to be right. It it's, it it doesn't matter whether or not you perceive apostolic anointing on someone's life. If you recognize God and you recognize who He is in your life. It's going to be automatic. Any and everybody that's connected to the Lord God, you're going to recognize, you're going to respect, you're going to give reverence to, you're going to to um, uh, listen to and go to for advice and counsel, and there will be um, a right relationship between you and that person or you and that, that group or or whatever it is that you're, you're aligning, you are a, to be aligned to. Um, when you ask about the apostolic anointing, I'm I'm thinking what you're saying is um, that God has the the apostles were the ones that were sent out, so that in other words, you are saying that the anointing of being one who is sent out is upon your life, and that sending out and I I mean Paul was I mean I, great Peter was great. All other fellows in Jerusalem were fantastic, but we know that Paul wrote most of the New Testament. And so when I look at an apostle, I look at his example because it's in the scriptures. And so his um, tireless um, duty, you know, in, in God to go to all of these churches that he had established, check on them, encourage them, keep up with them, send help to them and everything that he did, that is the work of an apostle that I see. And, yeah, Amen. if that's what you mean as apostolic anointing, yes, sir, I understand. That. Amen. 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 We thank the Lord for um, Prophet Zanye and being on the call. God bless you. God bless you as well. Sorry about logging in late. Uh, that's all right. That's all right. Uh, I think that, you know, I, I think next week um, I, was teaching, I was teaching last night about this, and I, I think maybe – no, not next week, because next week we'll be at the conference. Uh, the following uh, Thursday, and I'm not, well, anyway, the following Thursday, um, I may begin to uh, speak about um, an, an order, an O-R-D-E-R, order in the scripture from Genesis to Revelations that uh, God follows or he established. It's called the Father-Son Order. Um, what's significant 
is um, uh, we were talking about uh, last night about the fact that the whole creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. And um, a son, and, and, you know, everybody that's born in the spirit is a son. All males, all females, we're all sons because we're not, you know, all, all of us, excuse, ladies, I'm not uh, being funny here, all of us are men. And, uh, you know, we're either men with a womb or when, men without one. You know, when uh, in Acts chapter 4, the Lord saw uh, Adam and Eve and he called them Adam. And the, the Bible says in the day that he created them, he saw them as one. And God is bringing the church back into its original uh, intent so that the sons of God would manifest, amen, his authority and power in the earth, amen, uh, so that he would uh, He would send, you know, Jesus Christ. And because we're sons, that means we have a father. And, uh, you know, we see the first uh, son of God, the first son of God in Scripture was Adam, who was the... Uh, 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 the governor, if you will, of the earth. He was the uh, head, uh, the governing authority, amen, in the earth, you know. And his father, amen, God came down and uh, walked in the cool of the day and they communed, they talked. And uh, they had, you know, great fellowship and whatever. And of course, you know, he gave that up to the enemy. And then God, amen, sent forth, um, you know, the last Adam, the last, the, this new son of God, the only begotten of God, you know, Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, you know, that in the uh, at Jordan, when uh, John the Baptist sees him, when John the Baptist sees him, John says, uh, you know, behold the Lamb of God that, you know, is, is taketh away the sin of the world. And as he, as he baptizes him, the Bible says the windows of heaven open. Now that's key, and let me let me just pause right there because I felt like I'm supposed to do a sila, a pause right there for, for the sake of all of us on this uh, call. And I think everybody's aware of this uh, uh, scripture. The Bible says the heavens were open, and what's significant about that, and, and, and what's significant about that, God speaks and says, "This is my beloved Son, in whom I'm well pleased." Well, what's significant about the heaven being open is that it had not been open for 400 years from the time of from the time of Malachi, from the time of Malachi until you know Jesus in Jordan. The heavens had not been open. There had been no prophet, and you know John was the last prophet. And when Jesus comes, the heavens are open. And because the heavens are open, then we see them preaching and teaching, uh, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. And we see heaven coming down to earth, people being raised from the dead, blind eyes are open, uh, miracles, signs and wonders uh, happening. And the reason why it happened, one of the reasons why it happened is because of Malik, because of Malik 
because the heavens were open, uh, Jesus opened the heaven because of the relationship of father to son. His father spake to his son and said, I'm well pleased in him. And um, the Bible says when John was put in prison, when Jesus heard that John was in prison, then he got up and went forth and began his ministry. And what that was saying was the Old Testament had ceased when John, the last prophet, had uh, been put in prison. And he's in there. Uh, He's in there even and saying to his disciples, who are going to become Jesus' disciples, he said, well, ask him, is he the one or should we look for another? I mean, even the anointing is off of him um, because his time, his season is over. And Jesus begins this uh, new season because of the father-son relationship being uh, reestablished. There was a uh, the last prophecy, the last words of the Old Testament was in Malachi, I think, chapter 4, verse 6, that said, um, and I'm paraphrasing, that uh, uh, the fathers would turn their hearts with, to the, unless the fathers would turn their hearts to the children and the children to the fathers, I will smite the earth with a curse. So the Lord's, uh, the Spirit of the Lord sent this last prophecy that said something about the father-son order had to be established or there would be a curse released in the earth. And after Malachi releases this last word, the heavens are closed um, in, in this sense, and there's no prophet 400 years, and heaven, the heavens are open when the father-son relationship is established. And that's what we call uh, sometimes spiritual alignment. That's what we call, amen, sometimes this uh, relationship uh, of having and uh, when the Lord puts a father, apostolic, a spiritual father in your life. That's the alignment. And what it causes, it causes the heavens to be open for you. And so when uh, Peter, uh, it's released to Peter that Jesus, this is, you know, you're Jesus, you're, you're the Christ, you know, the son of the living God. Then the heaven was open for Peter, and it was open for him because what? The father revealed that to him, didn't reveal it to the other disciples. And the Bible says in Matthew 16, only Peter's name was changed. And uh, so we, it's, it's a pattern in Scripture. It's a spiritual pattern in Scripture. It's, it's not taught in the religious, uh, from the religious pulpits. It's not taught, it's not taught you know, uh, uh, excuse the expression, we, we were not taught, we were not taught this years ago. You know, the Lord, you know, the reveal this to us, and I say us is plural, you know, in these end times, as he moves us into our uh, places of uh, uh, to occupy, amen, the mantles and calls upon our And so what's supposed to happen, for example, in EMFI, so, you know, so, for example, some of you can't come to the EMFI conference. 
and I may touch on this on next Thursday. Uh, and I'm giving you a, 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 the topic is the, the topic is the, the gathering of eagles, and the theme is the establishing kingdom order. So let me just touch on something that I may touch on next Thursday. I don't know. Let me touch on it now, since I feel like I need to. When it talks about, you know, the gathering of eagles, what it's talking about, amen, is what? Eagles, amen, uh, coming into maturity and being blood released. And with uh, the uh, with the uh, alignment of ministry, it's supposed to give birth to uh, your ministry and to... Uh, uh, for God to open the heavens, you know, uh, for you and your gifting and your call and uh, your ministry and for the Lord, amen, to uh, establish amen, his order, amen, in you because of alignment. Now, Pastor Deborah, she said that that was right. You know, she said this, that, you know, you see God in a person. <clears throat> now, that's right. And one of the things we've seen in this last day is that there has been um, a resurgence, uh, 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 an awareness, a spiritual awareness of the apostle and the prophet or the prophet and the apostle in the church. So for a long time, as we were raised up in church, we understood three, three of the offices in Ephesians chapter 4. We understood... Uh, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher. And so much of what we were taught, we were taught from uh, that vantage point, from the evangelist, pastor, and teacher. But those ministries were not gifted or mantled to release the apostolic and to open the heavens for us. Why Why do I know this? Because in Ephesians it says that the church, uh, paraphrasing, was built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone. And I, I use this as an example. Uh, so my son Jason had to have a driveway uh, fixed here in uh, South Euclid, Ohio. And um, um, before the, as they prepared the uh, driveway, they had something called cement. Um, and then they had, you know, uh, but before they had to cement, they had to take care of the what? The foundation of the uh, drive, the preparation. That's how the prophet and the apostle uh, uh, works. Uh, apostles are foundational. You know, they, you know they, you know they help the foundation. They establish the foundation. They open up, you know, uh, the heavens and establish the foundation and and the prophet, you know, make sure that, you know, the cement is uh, 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 laid properly, that it's uh, straight, that it's not uh, bumpy, that it's, it's smooth and whatever. They can see. And so um, this apostolic anointing is what we call this apostolic grace. Actually, amen, when people come into alignment with it, Amen. God, amen, will open the heavens, amen, in behalf, amen, of people that receive, this is what uh, Rosalind was talking about, that perceive who people are that God has sent to you. So 
uh, here, as we said before, uh, Barnabas perceived that, you know, apostles, the apostles who at that time, you know, uh, doing all that work, they, he perceived them as apostles. He became an apostle. Ananias and Sapphira uh, just perceived that it was Peter talking to them. That's, that, was his, that was his problem. Ananias, their problem. They thought it was just a man talking to them at that time when he asked about, you know, what would you do with the money, you know. And uh, Peter's response was, you know, you, and I'm paraphrasing, you weren't talking to, you weren't, you weren't lying to me. You were lying to the Spirit of the Lord. In other words, it was the Spirit of the Lord speaking through Peter. But they did not perceive who Peter was, so they just perceived it was Peter talking to them. And uh, uh, death, or as Prophet Patricia said, this deception, the spirit of deception uh, came, and uh, uh, death um, death uh, came. So there is a um, there is a father son order in the uh, uh, that's been released in the church. Uh, let me say this, and then, then I'm gonna open it up because, and also, Prophet Anya has something she wants to share with us before we shut down uh, tonight. <clears throat> so one of the reasons, so uh, the reason why you see a lot of people saying I'm I'm a prophet, and people saying I'm an apostle, and, and understanding that there are false apostles and there are false prophets, but the reason why you see the resurgence of that this in the earth today is because God is what putting back his fivefold ministry, amen, to bring maturity, edification, and to sin, amen, equip the saints to go do the work of the ministry. That's why it's happening. And the, and the reason, and the reason why you hear a lot of talk about spiritual coverings and apostolic fathers the reason why that's been released in the church in the earth today is because what God's doing is he's, he's uh, reestablishing the father-son order back into the church. It is a, it is a, this is a factual truth. This is a very factual um, truth. It's, uh, you know, it's like what they say, a uh, notable, uh, what I'm going to say is a, uh, a notable miracle, you know, when somebody, you know, is healed or something, and people say it's a notable miracle. It's a fact, this is a factual, uh, notable truth that uh, within EMFI, there have been people that have truly aligned and perceived, you know, God, as you said, Pastor Deborah, in me, and their ministries have have blossomed. And, and, and the windows of heaven have opened up to them. And that's, uh, that term, of course, represents the fact that they're able to hear the Spirit of the Lord. They're able to see like they were not before because of what we call what alignment, because they understand uh, spiritual um, uh, alignment. i give, just give you this one example, then I'm just going to open it up for everybody. So I got a call. I got a call um, uh, today. Uh, you know, we have air conditioning, uh, you know, in a small, we're in a small place. Pastor Deborah, you've been there. We're in a small place, mm-hmm. but it's adequate. It, we can put it, we can get about 100 people in there. Uh, it's it's adequate for, for now. Uh, and um, 
There's Prophet uh, Prophet Colin. God bless you. Welcome to you tonight. Thank you. God Welcome bless you. tonight. <laughs> and so there's a call. There's a call that came today, and uh, from somebody in the MFI, and the place where they're renting, they don't have air conditioning. Today mm-hmm. it was 93 degrees. Yeah. And th- and this week it's going to be like it is in Phoenix, Arizona. Prophet Zanye. Well, probably not because you're probably over 100, but we're going to be close to 100 wow. this weekend. And so what they, what they asked me, they began to have this conversation, and I cut into their conversation, and I said, yes, you all can come over. Really what they were saying was, if it gets too hot, you know, would they be able to come over to where we are, where we have air conditioning, because they start service at 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I just cut into the conversation and said, yes. I said, I'll put the key in the mailbox and keep the key, you know, for the next time. And then I, then I sent them this um, uh, text. I said, fathers and uh, – I, I, no, I said, sons and daughters are always welcome to come home. Mm-hmm. And, and so what I'm trying to say, I'm using this as a spiritual application. When, when my children, when, when Martin or Jason or Jeremy – or Danielle or Brittany, all of them have keys to our house. And when they come, they don't knock. They right. just put the key in the door, and they come in the house. Mm-hmm. They don't knock on the door. That's the kind of relationship that we have with them. Right. And spiritually so, when a, son and, when a spiritual son or spiritual daughter, you know, needs something from the spiritual father or needs something from God, Mm-hmm. From the Lord Jesus Christ, because of the Father-Son order, we don't have to beg. All we have to do is what make a um, make a uh, uh, just just make a request, make yeah. say right. a decree. Because and the reason why is because there's access, because there's an open heaven. There, right. There's access, and this is what we're talking about in this uh, uh, this discussion. Um, uh, so so let me let me let me stop talking and let me just say what I said and then we'll open it up again. Uh, again, I say this: the reason why there's a resurgence, uh, 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 a reawareness of the apostle and prophet in the earth, and yes, there are false apostles and false prophets, is because the church was operating with three fingers. It was operating with evangelist, pastor, and teacher, and because of that, Amen. Uh, the church was not being um, uh, equipped, could not be equipped, because the Bible says in Ephesians it needs all five uh, gifts uh, to uh, do that work. So God is doing that because he's establishing the Father-Son order in the earth, in the church, because, amen, he said, amen, uh, uh, I can't remember the verse, but he said, amen, that the whole creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. We're the sons of God. Mm-hmm. But we have to come into awareness of being what? Of, of not just being Christians. You know, I was saying, remember last night I said, Elder Shank? I said, yes. you know, when we were called Christians in the, in, the, in the New Testament, it was a derogatory term. Yes. And so a lot of us, a lot of us are just uh, uh, glad that we're just called Christians. No, that's, that's unacceptable. We're living beneath our privilege. And let me just say this, because the Bible says 
uh, in uh, uh, John chapter 1, as many as received him to them gave he power to become the sons of God. And it says, I think in first is it first John chapter three, verse one? You know, we don't know what he shall appear, but we shall be what? We shall be yeah. like him. We right. are sons. We are sons of God. And that's a king that's a kingdom uh, of God uh statement. That's not a religious traditional statement. We're sons of God. And sons of God, amen, can make requests of their father. And I used, I used this as an example last night, and then I'm going to shut up if I can. Some people in the Old Testament were able to tap into this realm of the spirit, like Joshua. Uh, Joshua, when he needed more time, uh, he saw that they were winning the battle, but he needed more daylight. Mm-hmm. So what he did, amen, he uh, c- called upon the Lord. And he spake, the Bible says Joshua spake to the sun and spake to the moon and basically said, stand still. And the reason why he did that is because of his relationship as a, what, son to his father. He spake and God, what, held, stopped time. Right. Because of, because of this father-son order. Y'all hear what I'm saying? One last yes. thing, and then we'll let it go. I'm kind of, so Jesus Jesus is in the ship. He's asleep, he's asleep. And the waves and winds are, uh, you know, going on. And the disciples go to the hinder part of, I think, the hinder part of the ship. And they said, you know, Master, cares not thou that we perish? Jesus wakes up and says to them, O ye of little faith. And he speaks to the what? He speaks to that situation and it stops. What Je- the reason why Jesus said, O ye of little faith, is because the expectation, the reason why Jesus, see, you see, Jesus went to sleep on purpose. Mm. The reason why, he, the reason why he was asleep, because he knew, that, he knew that the winds and the seas were going to be tumultuous, and he gave them the opportunity to, be a son, to, to operate as sons of God, because he said, O ye of little faith, because they had the authority to speak to the wind and to speak to the water and tell it, peace be still. We did not know that in the religious church. They didn't tell us that. That's how we're supposed to function. That's how we're supposed to operate in alignment, because those 12 apostles were aligned to Jesus. They were supposed to do what he, he did. That's why he said to them, greater works, you think this is something, greater works, you know, then these show you do. And that's talking to us. We look at it, we read the Bible and see what Jesus did, say, wow, look what Jesus did. And Jesus looks at us and says, you're supposed to do greater works. Mm. So we have to come into a spiritual awareness of alignment of who we are. We are sons of God. Okay, I'm zipping up. Go ahead. <laughs> Anybody want to say something? Questions, comments? Anybody there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my phone, my phone went dead. Anybody, anybody can share. Anybody can share. And at the end, and and I want everybody to hold it towards the end because Prophet Zanya has something she wants to share with us at the end. But concerning what I just talked about or taught, anybody want to share that? Uh, um, comment on it, or any, you can say whatever you want to say, please. 
Rosalind, you're back. Amen. Can you, or whoever? Yeah, I was having a, a conversation with a pastor friend of mine earlier today who is um, finishing up his doctorate, and he was asking for prayer, um, you know, that he would be successful in it. And, well, there were two conversations. There was a conversation with another pastor as well, but my final commentary was, you know, only the word of God that we believe will work for us. And it doesn't take away from the potency of God's word, but our faith is what activates it in our lives. And if we don't believe God's word, we'll never see a manifestation of the things that we need or the things that we desire. And it is just, it's that simple, and we make it more profound than it is, and we actually miss the simplicity of the word of God. And we often miss out on things we should be in possession of because we leave out that one critical piece that unlocks everything. We don't believe every word from God's word. We don't believe every word. But until we believe it, we'll never see it. Amen. Amen. So that this is Patricia again. So I think that's all the way back around to the beginning discussion, that how you perceive is what you mm-hmm. receive, right? So your faith, it, it opens. So your faith to receive um, based on your perception. So. Amen. Anyone else? You guys are too quiet for me. I'm old enough to remember Simon and Garfunkel, the sounds of silence. I'm just teasing you. So. Well, my my phone died on that last on your last uh, segment, and I missed what you said, so I have to uh, defer to somebody who was able to hear what was going on. Okay. Well, amen. Uh, uh, anyone else? Um, um, Prophet Anya, Pastor Deborah. Uh, Prophet Rosalind, Patricia, anybody? Prophet um, um, uh, Anya, you want to share at, at this point? Uh, good evening, everyone. Um, it is such an honor to be back on Talk Show tonight with each and every one of you. I thank God for the um, opportunity to come on and to share with you guys. And I know you've been hearing this for quite some time now, but I have not forgotten, and I am diligently still working on having a conference here in Arizona. And we are looking at the tentative dates, uh, which will be October the 17th, I mean, excuse me, October the 27th, the 28th, and the 29th. And the theme of the conference is going to be Lift the Voice of Praise Against Our Cares. And God has really been dealing with me a lot with um, song, uh, the importance of song, and why we sing, and what, and because we have so many carols in the world on today, and and music is so uh, uh, transformational, and it transcends through all nationalities, all race, all creed, and it has ability to touch and go where sometimes our words can't go and touch. And so that's the theme. That's the reason why I came up with the uh, lifting the voice of praise against our cares, and so. Um, you know, expecting to have a really exciting time here in Arizona. I'm speaking to some people, and everyone seems to be excited about it again. And I just, I'm really elated about it. And as you all know, I have, you know, still dealing with some health issues, but I'm getting better. You know, I'm I'm not uh, healed, but I am getting better, and I'm praying that God will 
continue to strengthen me so that we will be able to, uh, you know, uh, have you guys come come to Arizona. We welcome you to please come out, and, and it won't be so hot. You know, it'll be the temperature actually will be just right uh, when you come out uh, for those that can't probably bear the heat because we, we're having a hard time here in Arizona bearing it as well this summer. It's been quite hot here. And so I, I just want to say, you know, thank you once again. And I've been missing each and every one of you. And I hear some of some familiar voices on the line when I came on and lifted my spirits. And so I'm just uh, saying continue to pray for me as I always pray for you and, and that God will continue to keep me and pray for my family, pray for us here in Arizona, and just pray for the EMFI family, you know, as we all continue to be obedient to God and, and as we, um, the leadership of Apostle, I met Apostle a few years ago, and my life has been transformed because of it. I could truly say that, and I have really been enjoying the relationship with him and, and hoping to get to meet some of you in person, and we can develop a deeper uh, godly relationship with each other. So God bless each and every one of you. Amen, uh, uh, prophets. You know, uh, um, why don't you um, – um, I'll, I'll send you some information so you can share that information on – uh, Facebook on the EMFI uh, page, that you know that that one page that I created. It's a closed group. I think everybody knows. Um, well, maybe everybody doesn't know. Prophet Patricia is not on Facebook. I created a closed group called EMFI Ministries, and that was just a way for everybody on Facebook that I could just type something, and it just blast out to uh, uh, everybody the information. So, Prophet Zanye, I just uh, I'll open that up to you and let you uh, share that. Uh, there is a young lady in our church. Uh, she's not on tonight. You know, Deneen has a son that uh, actually uh, lives out there in uh, uh, Phoenix and so on and so forth. But we're uh, looking forward to coming out there and uh, being with you. Uh, I feel, thank you, God, I, uh, we're going to be um, having uh, our school to continue this September here in Cleveland. And I believe one of the uh, categories is going to be, I think it's called kingdom alignment, and just to deal with uh, different aspects of uh, kingdom alignment. I think it's so important. I, you know, I, we were so blessed of the Lord, you know, last week, you know, God speaking through uh, Rosalind Collender uh, last week, and I feel his presence, amen, tonight. But I feel so impressed, amen, to, to continue to uh, talk about uh, this and the reason why I feel so impressed because I believe God wants to really establish, uh, make us aware of the Father Son order. Uh, I could continue. We've been on an hour right now, but this, let me just uh, just touch on one thing. <clears throat> I think one of the reasons why the Lord uh, wants, uh, why you're hearing a lot about spiritual fathers, apostolic fathers, and, and so on and so forth, is because there's an orphan spirit. That's prevalent in prevalent in the church. You know, this kind of means to say to you, there's an orphan spirit prevalent in the church. In other words, there's a lot of sons, and we'll just say sons and daughters, okay? Sons and daughters that are there, and there's nobody speaking into their life. They have no, uh, uh, excuse the expression, they have no spiritual parent speaking uh, in their life. And so the Lord, uh, uh, it's a it's a type of an orphan spirit, and let me just tell you this, and I'm going to kind of leave this so you can think about it. 
the, the orphan spirit began, amen, in heaven. I know this may shock you when I say this. You might not believe it. It began in heaven because Lucifer, the Bible says his, his name was Lucifer, the son of the morning. And understand what I said, father, son, order. Lucifer was a son. Yeah. He had a father. But he chose to what? He chose to walk away from his father. Therefore, he became an orphan. He was fatherless. And, uh, and Satan now is fatherless. And what he is attempting to establish um, um, spiritually, if you will, uh, in the minds and, and spirits of people, because, you know, we're destroyed because of lack of knowledge. He's uh, attempting to establish an, or, an orphan mentality amongst, amen, many people. Some, sometimes, sometimes all a person really needs is for God to send somebody to them and speak into their life and encourage them and, 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 and let them say what they see is in a person and when they receive it, it's like, it's like uh, a vault is open and all the treasures and every, all the gifts are just uh, activated. So, there, you know, so, so there's two, so two things happening, and then we're going to close. Two things happening, if you will. There's a father-son order be, uh, attempting to be established in the, um, the God's not attempting. He is establishing it in the church. And then there's this thing called this resisting it, an orphan spirit. That's why you see that's why you see a lot of ministries trying to be independent. They're trying they're trying not to be aligned to everybody. Now I'm not talking about I'm not talking about religious and traditional fellowships. I'm talking about spiritual alignment. I'm not talking about uh where there is uh, some guy on the top and he's uh, 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 giving orders. Uh, you know, he's being a dictator and telling everybody what to do and, and stuff and fall and kiss my feet and kiss my ring. I'm not talking about that old demonic orphan type of ministry. I'm talking about, amen, the fact that God wants to establish the Father and Son order. I want to say this one last thing. I, I made a comment to... Um, um, uh, Rosalind Collinger on the call today. I made this comment to her by chat two, uh, maybe like two months ago, six weeks ago or so. It just came to me one morning. I said, because I used to go to, I used to be in New York City uh, maybe two or three times a year, you know, going up there visiting, preaching, and so on and so forth, you know, fellowshipping with saints. And I said, uh, you know, it comes to me that after all these years, since 2009, you're the only one that I'm still uh, in communication with. And we felt like it was a divine reason. So know, know, who, know who God sends in your life or who he sends you to be in somebody's life and know who's coming to pass through your life. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there are no, with God, there are no coincidences. 
There's a reason why things happen. There's a reason, and you want to get all the full benefit of what God has intended for all relationships that you're in. Right. That God, that God ordained. Mm-hmm. Did somebody say right? Yes. You want to get all the full, you want to get the full benefit of it. What, why, did, why has God, why, why did God put you with this person? Why is this person in your life? You know, what's the reason? Lord, there must be a reason. What is it? And in this father-son order, one of the one of the benefits is an open heaven over your life, and that's what that's what we want to walk in things. We want to walk in an open heaven. So God bless you. If there's no other uh, comments or thing, anybody want to share something? Uh, it, since this is a round table, you just go around the table and see if somebody has any words. Anybody around the table? As a matter of fact, saying to God. Uh, this term roundtable actually came uh, from uh, as I was inquiring God and searching what, what should I call this uh, uh, teleconference. Uh, it came from uh, Ross and Calder, some in some way, shape, or form. You know, it came out of her the roundtable, and the, that idea was what at King Arthur's roundtable, everybody was equal. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's and that's the key here. Everybody's equal. Anybody want to share something? Professor Patricia? Professor Shank? Professor Zanye? Ros and Calder? Pastor Deborah? Anybody want to share something? I guess I'll I'll just say one thing. Um, In the discussion of alignment, I remember some years ago, every every now and then there's a wave of this, you know, um, that the favor of God is upon you type situation. And I remember just hearing for myself that there is there is a place where your favor will be max, maximized, that there yeah. is favor on you and there is favor in you, but there's also a place where what's upon you and what's in you is manifested. You know, Abraham had to get out of his, get away from his family there is a place, there is a place that God has designated for your favor to basically explode, for favor to explode all over your life. And that is a part of what alignment really brings about. You know, it's, it's, it's personal, it's in your interpersonal relationship with God, it's in those areas that you haven't yielded before, that you're now open to just saying yes to God, do whatever you want to do. And when that yes comes, he can bring into your life those people who will help usher you to that place of favor or may even represent that place of favor for your life. And there is some favor that's seasonal. That gets into a whole lot of stuff I can't get into right now, but (laughs) just to drop the thought that, yes, you are favored, there is favor upon your life, but there is a place in alignment that meets all of the favor that is in and upon you and maximizes it to the point that it's manifested and everybody knows, everybody sees the favor of God. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Thanks to Lori. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly right. That's um I was um um coming uh home today 
and somebody was driving a new Infinity. I thought it was a very nice car. And on their license plate, it said something about, you know, God's favor. And I looked at the plate, and uh, excuse me, I, I'm, I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to say this. I said that's not favor. <laughs> right. That you know that that car is not favor. And what I was right. saying was, anybody, if you work, if you got good credit, if you work a job and make the payment, you can buy any car you want to. Yeah. Right. You know, favor is not just a place of, of materialism. Mm-hmm. Favor is an open heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> favor is access to the throne. Anyway, let me leave that alone. <laughs> and and the cars and stuff is a benefit. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, God bless you. Uh, thank the Lord for you. Uh, Prophet Zanya, I'm going to send something to you so you can if you choose to, want to, you can just share into that uh, place of EMFI Ministries and and let everybody know um, about October. Um, the intention is my wife and I are coming because we want to meet you. We want to go out there. I and just one want. Of my, uh, go ahead, please. I'm I'm excited. I'm I am so excited to get you out here. I can't wait. I, I'm really waiting. They they have you know the world has something they call a bucket list. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I really don't like that term. Although I'll say this, one of my aspirations in my life is I always wanted to go out west and I want to see the Rocky Mountains. Yeah. So never nevertheless, I guess that's as close as I'm going to get so far. But nevertheless, <laughs> we thank the Lord God uh, for you. Uh, um, thank you all for coming on. Um, let us continue to pray for one another. Remember, thank you, Hunter Shank. I, I had to vertical and horizontal backwards. Uh, let us remember our horizontal relationships, one with another. Let us honor, respect, and love and pray for each other and uh, communicate uh, with each other. So we thank God even for you. We're just going to ask, Prophet Zanya, would you dismiss us in prayer, please? Yes. Father, we just thank you on tonight for the opportunity to come and to commune with each other, and, Lord, to open up our understanding. And we thank you for your blessings that you have bestowed upon each and every one of us. We thank you for this day, God, that you've given to us. It was not promised to us, but you gave it to us, Father God. And for that, we are grateful. We are eternally grateful, Father God. Lord God, as we get off this line, we won't be leaving your presence. We ask that you continue to shower your blessings upon us, Lord, and continue to, Lord, just uh, make your face shine upon each and every one of us. And, Father God, as in the prayer of your bad, Father, that you will open up our territory, that you will enlarge our territory, Father, that you will keep the evil one away from each and every one of us, God. And, Lord, that you will prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies because you said that you would do that. And, Lord God, as we go on this week, this week, Continue to bless us, God. Continue to strengthen each and every one of us. Lord, continue to let us have a thirst and a hunger after you, Lord, for your presence and for your anointing and for your power. Because, Lord, without you, we are nothing. And we realize that, Lord, you are the only one that is worthy of our praise. You are the only one that's due the highest praise. And, Father God, as we go off this air, we give you the highest praise, which is hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And, Lord God, now may your blessings be upon each and every one of us. And may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest with and abide with each and every one of us. And may we all say amen. 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 And before anybody, before anybody gets off, I forgot. Um, um, Prophet Zanya, you have it on social media. You went to the doctor, I think, today. And yesterday. We just want, 
yesterday, okay, we want to pray for you. Yes. We want to pray for you, and then, then we'll be, then we'll release everyone. And I'm just going to ask, um, Professor Rosalind, would you pray for her, please? Father, we thank you. Thank you. Lord, for life. God, we thank you for purposing us in this life and giving us a reason to live, God, and even by your grace, extending days that we might fulfill your will and accomplish your purposes in the earth. Father, we thank you for healing that you've given us as bread, as a daily portion. Father, we thank you that you're able to reverse and undo everything that the enemy has done in our lives. Father, we thank you that you're even able to recover us from things that we've done to our own bodies to cause injury and cause harm. Father, we thank you for length of life and even extension of days that we might fulfill your will in the earth. Lord, even as you extended Hezekiah's time because there was work for him to do, and he pleaded because he desired to do the things that honored you the most. Father, we thank you for making provision, for making ways, for opening doors, God, for bringing healing, for restoring health, for doing everything that needs to be done in this hour. God, we give your name glory and honor and praise. There's nothing that happens without your consent. There's nothing that the enemy can do to us. There's nothing that life itself can bring upon us that you don't allow. And we thank you for the things that you allow. We thank you for giving us the strength to endure. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your power and your protection. We honor you even now, God, that we will see you perform the work, finish what you've started. We thank you and we bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord. Thank God for all of you. Have a great evening. God bless. God bless. Good night. Good night.